Hi, I'm Marilyn and welcome to my Lead Your Day show. Casual chats, interviews with inspiring people and lots of teaching with an inside out approach to not just building your own business, but being the leader your world is absolutely a craving to follow. In a nutshell, I teach entrepreneurs to lead and that starts with leading your day. Before we dive into the show today, I want to tell you about something that's coming up in July. It's the Productivity Cure Virtual Retreat. Now, believe me, this is not going to tell you to work harder. It is not going to make you productive in any of the ways that you think it will. It is called the Productivity Cure for a reason. And we're going to do it over a live retreat you can do from the comfort of your own home. It'll be two half days over a weekend coming up in July. So stay tuned and I will uh, let you know more details as they are planned. I coach a lot of course creators, who, especially at the beginning days when they're starting out. And I hear this all the time. They come in, they're enthusiastic beginners, they're really excited, they create their course, they launch their course, and it doesn't sell so well. Now, the problem is not the course. So if you're in that situation, don't take it personally. The course doesn't need to be thrown out, and that's often the mistake we make, is we think, oh, well, there's something wrong with the course, I'll do another topic and go through a process again. The problem isn't necessarily the course. The problem is often customer acquisition and experience at launching. So I'm about to share four things that are going to help you get to that six-figure mark with your course. And why do I use six figures? Well, it's a good reference point. I always say to people, keep launching, keep marketing that course until you either reach a year or until you reach six figures. It's like, you know, the little sticky you get on the car after it goes into the mechanics. They put next uh, service is due at X amount of Ks or when you get to this certain date. Well, it's the same with a course. I would suggest that you keep going until you get that six figures or you reach a year and then decide to change it. But keep going with these four things that I'm about to explain and I promise (laughs) you will get there. It wasn't until I started seriously looking at taking my offline training business online that I started to see a real emphasis on, well, you've heard these headings before, get to seven figures and get to eight figures. It was like it was some kind of holy grail. And it wasn't something that was really talked about in that offline world so much. Now, I was really fortunate to have my early days as a business person, well, in in business, outside of university, under an entrepreneur's tutorage who believed in giving his managers entrepreneurial training. We didn't know that at the start. We didn't call it that. But he, well, in an essence, he gave all his managers and area managers a P&L every month. Now, for someone who'd just come out of uni and was quite green at all those things, suddenly to be given an Excel spreadsheet that has all the, look, this was probably before Excel spreadsheet, we got we got a printed out P&L that had expenses and revenue and 
fixed expenses and profit and all those numbers. And yes, it took a few months for me to get it. But once it once the penny dropped, I realized the control I had in my hands as a manager. 30 years later, I realized the value of what that did, the training that I got over and above probably other entrepreneurs that I deal with on day to day. Now, I remember this CEO would come into our team meetings and it was a photography business and he would say to us, okay, okay, girls, and it was mainly girls working for him, what is the number one goal of your, your area or your, stu- your photography studio? What, what's your number one goal? And, uh, you know, some of us, probably me included, will put a hand up and say, oh, to, to create great photos for our customers, you know, thinking that, yes, we're going to get the shiny gold medal for giving him that answer. Well, no, it was wrong. And I can remember the first time it happened and he said, absolutely not. You are, you are in the business of customer acquisition. That is the number one thing that you have to do. That's your number one responsibility. And so that phrase customer acquisition has always stuck with me as I've gone through various careers, lived in various companies, done various roles, and now are in the place where I'm running my own education brand, customer acquisition. Now, whether you call it lead generation, whether you call it growing a list, it's the same thing. And I find that a lot of educators, a lot of professionals and a lot of experts, we're great at what we do and we can deliver something amazing. And then we get discouraged when our product, our service, our course, our membership site, whatever we've created doesn't sell. It's not because of the quality or the, the benefits. It's usually well a few things, and that's what this episode is going to cover today. So let me use tongue-in-cheek that phrase, and I'm going to take it down to six figures. So how to get to six figures with your course or your membership site uh, or your group coaching program. In other words, what's working now, and big hint, it's the same thing that worked 30 years ago, 50 years ago. even if that wasn't online. So what's working now? All you've got to remember are these four L words. The first one is list a build, or as I was taught many years ago, customer acquisition. It's about meeting people, meeting people, making friends, and then turning those friends into paying customers, or as I say, turning them into family. Meet more people meet more people. I keep saying that to my students all the time. Think of it as you're putting on a party or you're putting on a dinner party and perhaps you've hired a hall and you're putting out the chairs. What I'm saying, think about it like this, put more chairs out. Hire more chairs and put more chairs out. That's the essence of list building or customer acquisition. And then have a think about how you see that list. List field is very impersonal. And do you see it as a list? Do you see it a bunch of emails? Do you see it about, or do you see it as humans? Do you see it as people? Do you see it as a, an email list? Or do you see it as a list of people's names, human beings? And even better, can you turn that list into an audience? How do you see it? A list or an audience? I love how my software provider actually refers to them. They call them people. It's not list. It's not emails. It's not subscribers. It's people. And I love that. 
Now, the second L is launch. It's a phrase that has been made famous uh, by the PLF method, the Jeff Walker method, product launch formula. And it's stuck. It's stuck in the online world. Now, when I was involved in marketing an offline world, we had a launch when we had a new product. Everything else was a promotion. So whether you use the word launch, whether you use the word promotion, keep doing them. Uh, When you do a launch for a new product, it's only the start. Keep promoting, keep launching, keep experimenting, perfect it. And if you've got an online course, launch it and launch it again and launch it again and launch it again. Get creative and monitor, monitor how it goes. Write down your numbers, whether you're you're mathematical or numbers based or not. Know your numbers, what your open rates are, what your opt-in rates are, what your conversion rates are, what are your sales conversion rates and improve them every single time. If I asked you, what was your email open rate? Do you know what it is? If I asked you how many people looked at your sales page or went to your sales event, how many, how, what percentage of them that went to it actually purchased? Know those numbers because then you can improve on that. The third L is the live touch. Now, there are certain leaders in the online space who are claiming this and that as their as a new method or a new a, a new trend a live a live launch a live promotion as if it's something new well it's not not really i mean offline promotions have been doing it all the time i've been doing live launches in that respect for 30 years but i get what they're saying because a lot of the digital world has become hooked or become reliant on digital methods that have taken out the human touch. They've taken out the live touch. And I think we're a bit tired of them. We're a bit tired of the barrage of email. We're a bit tired of yet another video series. We're tired of webinars. We know, we can sit there and we we know the point where they turn and start to sell to us. We want human touch more than ever. It's about humans using digital tools to give that live touch, not to take away that live touch, but to add to it. Online business can't be going forward about low touch. And I'm seeing very quickly those businesses who are over-reliant on digital no-touch funnels Non-live funnels are starting to suffer. And the final L, it comes no surprise, it's listen. Listen, listen. What is your audience saying? What do they want? Get creative about listening. Now, this does not mean sending out a major survey monkey or type form survey. Honestly, if I get one of those in the inbox I pretty much delete it straight away. But get creative about it. There are ways of doing it. For example, if you've got a free Facebook group, a free community, uh, ask an entry question. It's just one is what is your single biggest frustration or problem or or your favorite, you know, favorite thing to overcome right now? Ask them just one question and get creative about what they're saying. What they're saying between the lines as well. Another tactic is to look up Amazon and find a book 
that relates to your subject area and then look at the ratings. Don't look at the best ratings, like five out of five. Don't look at the one out of, or the twos. Look at the threes. Look at the middle range because what they say in those comments will tell you a lot about what's missing from that book because they usually go something like this. This book was great. It had X, Y, Z, but it was missing A, B, C. Take note of that because that's your difference. That's the gap that you can fill. And another way of listening Seriously, get on the phone and call them. If you don't have the number, email them. I was a consultant with a company, uh, dear friend's company actually, uh, for many, many years. And what they used to do, and I think they still do it, is everyone in the company once a week, I think it was Fridays, they all called three customers each. Now, it didn't matter whether you're in the finance department or the product development department or the customer service, everyone rang three customers to see how they are and to see if they enjoyed the products. There weren't sales calls. They were just to delight them. And often they sent them something for free as well. You'll find out a lot about your product and about what they want. And then use their words in your copy. If you come from a corporate background, we are, we are just taught to rewrite those into traditional corporate speak. And I say don't. Be a breath of fresh air. Listen and then use their words exactly in your copy. So how do you get to six figures with your course? Remember, list bill, which in my opinion is just audience. Create your audience. Customer acquisition. Launch, live touch and listen. Now put that into action today. Write those four L's down and see if you can add a to-do item to each of those. What are you going to do today to list bill? What are you going to perhaps even turn them into an audience? What could you do? What are you going to do towards launching? What is the live touch you can add today? And how can you listen to your customers or your audience? What are they saying? Put those four things down. Put an action point next to each of those and watch you saw. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow.